This podcast is brought to you by OnTrack Studio. Hello and welcome back to episode three of the Influential CEO podcast. It's a good day. It truly is. It's a good day. I'm going to Europe tomorrow night, guys. Wow. 9 p.m. Wow. Mm. So an overnight flight. An overnight flight, which we did speak to a little bit last week. I actually got quite a few messages around, you'll laugh at this, I got quite a few messages around the table situation in the extra leg seat row. Yeah. People weren't happy with me being like, there's no table. Is that there is. There is. Of course there is. I did think that. But I did correct you. Did I? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, fucking hell. It's been a while since we've been here. (laughs) It's been a whole week. Yeah. Oh no, probably two. Yeah. This this little intro right now is actually just a weekly update. Uh, and we're putting it before an episode we recorded. Yes. About then, last a, week or something. Yeah. <laughs> Look at us go. Can you tell? <laughs> Whirlwind. Well, All we know is some good content. Yeah. If you're still here by this point, thank you for listening to today's episode. <laughs> but we recorded an episode and it was essentially around a lack of presence and how that creates pressure in your life. And it was a really, really cool episode. So like so I've said this week, we're just quickly introing, saying, hey, how are you? Hope you're having an amazing day, night, morning, walk, drive, whatever you're up to. I am going to Europe tomorrow. So if you're listening to this in real time, I'm already there just living who knows what I'm doing? Living your best. You've Living. actually used the table. I'll give you an update. Yeah. But I've had a big week, went to New Zealand, got back Sunday night, had the best time away with tea. It was just the best. I feel like it's always so good to have those stints and just, yeah, be able to kind of, I don't know, long distance is weird. It's nice to just reconnect and then you're back doing your own thing again. And it's a bizarre thing. And even at the airport, I think we were both a little bit more emotional but happy but sad but excited because there's something about going to the other side of the world in that time it's going to be two months and that feels even more separate I feel like on find my friends when I zoom out New Zealand's just there so I feel like I'm like we're still pretty close like if I wanted to go and see you I can but being in Europe it just feels different but at the same time he's just so happy and excited for me and I can't wait to yeah, just be there. And I think this episode is so fitting because Tay and I had a conversation last night around literally bringing presence in every single moment in Europe. And yes, we're doing work still. And yes, I can take my business with me, which is incredible, but I don't want business to take away from the trip I'm having. And I don't want the trip I'm having to take away from business. You know, the two get to coexist, but I still want to make sure that I am being really present because you don't get moments and times like that back. And I'm excited to challenge the part of me that's going to naturally want to be like, I'm just going to post that story quick or I'm just going to sell quickly or Voxer quickly or whatever it may be and actually have some boundaries around what that looks like while I'm there. And that's it. Like in this episode that you guys are about to listen to, we speak about how important that is. But in saying that, in it is one thing to do to practice what we talk about in this episode when you're in your daily routine and everything's familiar. It's a total other thing to actually bring that level of intention into, you know, holiday you and, mm. uh, you know, all of those things. So I think it will be, it'll be good for you mm. to, to test that. Yeah. And this year I've done so much work around it. I feel like 12 months ago, traveling or 
being away and working felt irresponsible. You know, my immediate response was always, that's so irresponsible of me. I can't do a call from an Airbnb. I can't Voxer on the way to the beach. I can't do all these different things. But this year, especially, I've obviously had to transcend that pretty quickly with being away so much. And I feel I've already really just expanded my capacity to do that. And I've normalized it and it feels good now to be away and to work. And I know how to navigate it. But I do think Europe's another sort of iteration of that just a completely different time zone it's a different kind of holiday as well and yeah it's just going to be cool to navigate but this episode was a big episode arguably one of my favorite I had a call with a private client this morning and we spoke to this exact thing and I know as business owners CEOs people that have a lot going on it can be very very challenging to stay present in your life because you've got a thousand tabs open in your head you're constantly thinking about that invoice you have to pay or the subcontractor or a client or the next thing that's launching and all all the things that we have to do in our lives, which is perfect, but at the same time, implementing this lesson specifically changes the way that you feel in your business, in your life. And in turn, you have less pressure and overwhelm in your life as well. 100%. And like, if you are going down the path of being an influential CEO, you're going to have things that pretty much always need to be done. So always. this episode is seriously for you. Mm. to to give yourself permission to have heaps to do but also be completely present and getting the most out of your life at the same time yeah we love it enjoy okay (laughs) I am excited for today's conversation we essentially well how this came about and I want to give a little bit of context was over the last sort of two or so months I've definitely been having more conversations around presence and intentionality in moments and how much that impacts your ability to have less resistance in your life essentially Mm -hmm. and I noticed for a little while that a part of me would always be kind of moving into feeling a lot of pressure surrounding life relationships and business and then noticing the part where I was actually lacking a lot of presence in moments relationships dynamics and even processes within business and I believe it's a massive conversation to have because the impact is huge. And often as business owners, we can feel like there's a lot of pressure on us, Mm. right? Pressure to execute, pressure to be, pressure to show up, all these different avenues. And a pattern that I always started to notice was the part where when you're creating content, are you distracted by something in your home? When you're with your partner, are you distracted by creating content and being on your phone. When you're sitting at like the dinner table with your family once a fortnight, are you too busy checking your emails every five minutes because you just launched something? Mm. Right. And there's so many examples that uh, can play out in business. And I think so often life and business can absolutely coexist, but at the same time, there needs to be a level of separation and presence brought to the way that we show up in the actual task at hand. Yeah, totally. I almost feel like pressure is a symptom of non-presence and you kind of recognize I'm feeling under pressure I'm stressed and all the things I'm tight Mm. and it's like that's your invitation to look back of like oh where have I actually not been present in conversations in all the things you just mentioned and it's like not to shame yourself for that but to be like cool now I can make an empowered step to from now on be present in that in those things in order to then alleviate the pressure I currently feel yeah it's a huge conversation and it goes so much 
bigger than business. Totally. You know, it's like business is going to be a big mirror for it in terms of where it's playing out because you're going to notice it in different areas because yeah. things are essentially in business, like there's a time crunch a lot of the time, right? I've got to sell the program. I've got to create the content. I've got to answer the client, whatever it may be. So when we've got things that we actually have to do, there's a level of, oh my goodness, I feel so much pressure because I have to action X, Y, and Z. And then I've got to message back my partner and then I've got to call my best friend and then I've got to go and fill up my car and then I've got to go and create a piece of content. Yet we start to feel more pressure, more overwhelmed when we're not just present in the time and moments that we have. And I think something for me, and I can speak from experience, is feelings of, oh my goodness, I've got so much to do. I haven't seen my mom. I haven't spent enough time with my sister. Oh my God, I haven't called that friend in three weeks. Yet when I'm doing those things, how present am I actually being? Therefore, how fulfilled am I feeling walking away from different experiences where sometimes we almost project that time is the thing that we need. And an example right now is T's just FaceTiming me. Oh, wow. It's happening. happening. But it's it's the distraction, right? Where right now I need to be present in podcasting. Yeah. So if I'm going, oh my gosh, I need to get on the phone to T and oh my gosh, I haven't posted the content. I'm going to start to feel pressure, overwhelm, but I'll feel guilt. Yeah. Exactly. Right? More than anything. And you walk away from so many situations. I'm just going to put that phone face down. (laughs) But you walk away from situations and you'll feel guilty, you know, for, oh my God, I saw my partner last night, but we hardly spoke a word to each other. Yeah. Oh my God, I saw my mom, but I was actually so busy thinking about my launch that I wasn't even listening to what she was saying. Well, let's just... For example, you're like, shit, T's calling me. You answer, we pause the podcast, completely possible. You're speaking to him, but your mind's like, shit, I need to hurry up. I've only got the studio for today. I've got so much content to do, rah, rah, rah. Yes, you're having a conversation with him. He's probably not feeling heard. Now you're a bit more stressed with your podcasting. And, you know, point fucking, case in point. A hundred percent. And I think it's such an interesting conversation because it can somewhat feel a little bit like, oh, yeah, it makes sense and who really cares. But this has such a huge impact on the way that you lead your life and it will amplify any pressure that you're experiencing when you don't have presence in areas of your life. And this can even be down to presence with yourself. Talk to me about that. This is big. Yeah. I've really been giving this a lot of thought lately and I know how important it is, but it's like when you're not present with yourself, whether it's time alone in bed at night, whether it's, you know, time during the day where you're, you know, not stimulated by anything or you're not on your phone or you're not in your business or whatever, how present are you in that moment? Are you distracting yourself? Are you looking for something to do? Are you trying to finish off X, Y, and Z because you can't spend a moment in your own thoughts, doing your own thing without being quote unquote productive? Yeah, totally. That's a big thing. Yeah, it is. I think there's a secondary gain to being busy and having a high mental load with like Mm. work or relationship or family dramas because you're like, while I'm spending my brain capacity thinking and stressing about this, I don't have to look at, you know, maybe you're not eating that well that week or, you know, you're not facing the inadequacies you're potentially up against, mm-hmm. which is super interesting. That's super deep. Yeah. Like, I don't think anyone's consciously avoiding it. It's a subconscious thing. Mm. But yeah, that's just an example. Yeah, it's huge. And even down to, you know, using the example of like the foods that you're eating or what you're consuming, 
Whenever we're going to be feeling overwhelmed or pressure to any extent, we start to drop standards yeah. in all areas of our life. So communication has dipped. You probably feel like you have less time. So if you have less time, oh my God, I've got to do more work at night. If you're doing more work at night, oh my God, my routine's out of whack. When your routine's out of whack, maybe you're sleeping in. Oh my God, I've done no time to eat my breakfast. Okay, now I'm going to grab something from the survey when I fill up my car, I'm going to not eat until 12 PM or whatever it may Mm. be. Oh my God. Now I've got a headache. Now I'm more overwhelmed. Now I've got more work to do. Oh my God. I missed that phone call. I've got 18 texts to respond to. My box is full, whatever it may be, but it's such a cycle and a pattern that's going to contribute and compound into so many more little minute problems that create a huge impact on your ability to show up in your life and in your business and relationships. Mm. And It's such a small fix, right? You're not going to feel guilt and you're not going to project that time's the issue when you're present in the two minutes you are on your Instagram, in the 10 minutes you have with your partner, in the one hour coffee date you had with your mom or your dad or a person in your life, right? It's like when we don't have that presence, we think time's the issue. Yeah. I don't have enough time to see all these people. I don't have enough time to execute whatever in my business. But the truth is, Time actually isn't a factor at all. It's the fact that when you're doing the task or the thing, you're not actioning it to the full potential that you could be, nor giving it the time, energy, and attention it actually requires. Yeah, totally. And that's going to have a massive effect on your business and life. And there's so many, so many levels that you get to look at that on. And I think a huge piece in in contemplation is actually looking at where in your life right now, and this can kind of almost be something that you even think about right now in the moment, whether you're in the car watching this on YouTube, maybe you're just chilling on your bed or whatever. It's like, what are you distracting yourself with right now in this moment? Mm. Right. Where it's like, you're here and listening to the podcast, but you're doing this and you're doing that. And don't get me wrong. Like a podcast, you get to clean your house at the same time. Like you get to drive your car, but it's so interesting how much we can struggle to just be present in the thing without distraction external of it. Totally, totally. I feel like I often get like on a, I guess, content consumption like cycle where I'm like, Mm. I'm listening to a million different podcasts and I haven't recorded my own in like two weeks. Mm. Red flag. (laughs) Red flag. Yeah. Check that. If you're a podcaster (laughs) and you're listening, I'm talking to you. (laughs) I'm talking to you. It's just such a cool check-in to do and – life changes and it's such a small shift. And I think nine times out of 10, the missing part in the pressure you're feeling is just the awareness around where you're not being present, Mm. right? So the fix itself to what feels like a big problem is such a small shift because once you have awareness around, oh, I can actually see the part where I'm not being present, you get to start being present and I can guarantee almost instantly and I would even urge you today or whenever you're listening to this, think about an area where you're like, yeah, I can actually see that every night with my partner, we're both on and off our phones and we've got Netflix on and we're never spending actual time together and then I project that we never see each other or I project that we don't have enough time Mm. when really you're just not nurturing what that relationship requires in that moment and it's incredible to see how fulfilled you can feel from a 10 minute interaction with someone or from a one hour work stint when you're wholeheartedly in that moment yeah I love that that's just like the best advice ever really yeah because I'm just relating to all the times where I've like (laughs) been a million tabs open kind of energy 
that's exactly it. Yeah. Yeah. And you, and you never give what the thing itself deserves because you've got all these open loops and all these open tabs. And because you weren't present with your mum, then you're thinking about texting your mum while you're trying to do the content. But then yeah. I didn't do the sales properly. So now I'm thinking about the sales and it's, it's such a pattern that plays out, but huge impact either way. And I think just doing that little check in, and this is more of like a little activation even for you guys to just actually check in and go, wow, where am I lacking presence? How can I bring more presence to my life? And what would that actually start to shift for me? Because I can guarantee that your productivity will go through the fucking roof mm-hmm. when you're more present as well. And you'll notice how much time you actually have in your day and how fulfilled you feel in the things that you're doing and actioning when you bring that level of intentionality to conversations and relationships and whatever you're trying to execute within a business point as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when you're under pressure, it's not going to be your best conversation. It's not going to be your best work. It's not going to be your best like delivery of a course. So like if you're noticing that you're feeling pressure, work on it, you know? Pressure is going to be a huge, and I know that you would agree with me, Soph, but pressure is a huge cock block for creation yeah absolutely you cannot create under pressure you cannot be your best self under pressure either and if we know that presence is the factor that's contributing to the pressure bringing presence alleviating the pressure will allow you to create and overall you'll feel a lot less overwhelm in your life as well which is going to be huge for you actually living the life that you desire, having the things that you want and executing whatever thing right now you're like, that's really hard to execute when really I can guarantee it's easier than you think. 100%. What what areas in your life are you like non-negotiable? I'm going to just be present and do this thing. So I would say that this is constant refinement. Yeah. I think we can always be more present. I would say that right now what I'm working on being even more present in is 100% relationships. So whether I'm with my family, whether I'm with, um, you know, tea or friends, podcasting, whatever, I'm in that. Yeah. So my phone is on the bench the entire time. I don't touch my phone when I'm at my parents' house. I'm not checking emails. I'm not looking at my phone when I'm with my niece and nephew, little things like that, where it's removing the distraction or the thing that you constantly default to because I've just got to check that quickly or I've just got to do that thing quickly, right? And bringing more presence in that. And I would also say business is a huge one too. And obviously that's super broad, but it could look like when I'm in Voxer, I'm only in Voxer for that 15 minute period. I'm not sort of dipping in and out of Voxering. So it could look like I'm responding. And for those that don't know, Voxer is just the platform that we use to message clients, but it's not as if I'm, you know, Voxing and then I'm quickly doing something then I'm back into the same Voxer. It's like, if I'm here, I'm doing it. I can be driving, I can be doing things, but I'm in Voxer for that 15 minutes and I'm not answering a call halfway through and, and different things like that. So content creation, whatever it may be, looking at these different factors, even something as quote unquote surface level as Netflix. Like, are you watching Netflix or are you like getting on your phone, watching Netflix, grabbing your laptop, uh, grabbing this, getting up and doing something else? Or are you just watching Netflix? 100% agree with this. I would have to say like a lot of people have the tendency to be like, I'm just chucking on as background noise. Why though? Why? You would enjoy it much more if you actually just like sat down and watched it. Yeah, you know. Well, it's a permission piece. I think that can happen where it's like, I'll pop it on as background noise, but I actually have work to do. So I'll half watch the Netflix, but I have so much pressure on myself and I'm feeling so much overwhelmed. So I've still got to do my work Mm. when you can already see in, in such a strange like example to use that your one hour at night to watch Netflix or two hours, whatever it may be, or just your wind down time is met and interrupted with, oh, I've still got work to do. 
or I've still got to text my friend or I've still got to answer that email. It's like you can't even be fucking intentional watching Netflix. Yeah, 100%. It's interesting for me, like when I notice that I've gone a little bit on the scat energy, like that's Mm. kind of like I'm not as present as I want to be and it looks, it feels scat to me. I'm like, okay, one thing I'm going to do right now is for the rest of this week, I'm actually not going to look at my phone when I drive. And I know you shouldn't do that anyway, but you know when (laughs) it pops up and you glance at it, it's like, cool, now my mind's there. And -hmm. then like every time something pops up while I'm driving, my mind is traveling a million miles an hour. Now I've just been facing it down and just driving. And I'm like, wow, I feel refreshed after that drive instead of like, yeah in high demand Mm -hmm. and I would even say with this there gets to be conversations around boundaries like there could be a level where you potentially have to set boundaries with you know partners or friends or business or internal boundaries where it's like okay an internal boundary is I don't touch my phone from 8 p.m till 7 a.m because that's me time yeah right even if I could check my emails even if I could take something off my to-do list on my phone I'm going to refrain because that's me honoring myself and that's me that I want to actually uphold in my life. If it's say with a partner, an example could be me today, right? Texting team being like, hey, I'm at the studio for another three hours. I'll call you after. So not a boundary, but it's communication of I see you, I love you, I hear you, but not right now because and- I'm, I've got a task at hand and I'm I'm riffing. And it's honoring the internal boundary, <laughs> yeah. you know? Like, yeah. I bet a part of you was like, I'd love to answer that right now. Mm. And But it's like, no, I'm going to stick to what I said because I'm honoring this presence. Yeah. Knowing that when I talk to him in three hours, I'm actually going to be listening. Yeah. Yeah. So different. Yeah. So different. So it's really, I think... Uh, again, it is a standards conversation. I think everything circles back to it, but it's knowing that you being present is honoring every aspect of your life, whether it's a relationship, um, an internal standard, whatever, you're honoring everything that you're trying to do and be. And that's going to be the catalyst for you experiencing so much growth, so much more depth in relationships as well, and overall elevation of the way that you live your life, which is, it's the goal. Presence is self-care. Let's leave it at that because I love it. Presence is self-care. <laughs> it truly is. Yeah. Internal check-in. And I would love to even open up a conversation in the Facebook group about this this week because I think it just gets to be a check-in and I'll probably even upload um, just a question and a prompt for us all to actually start to think about and give a little bit more time and energy to because it's a it's just huge. And I've said it a thousand times now in about 15 minutes, but it's huge. It's big and it changes everything in your life when you are just 5% more intentional Mm. with your presence in moments with literally the thing that's in front of you. Yes. All right. Listener cues. Let's get into it. We've got two special listeners questions being answered today. Um, First one, how do you structure your working week? Question mark. E.g. Monday is CEO day working on the business, no clients, or do you carve out time during each day and work five days a week? Love this. I would say to an extent I work seven days a week. Ooh, right? Yeah. Because the way I see it is like life is work, work is life and the two somewhat coexist, of course, as separation. But I don't tend to look at my days in my week. It kind of circles back to something I answered in last week's episode, but I don't like having any restraint Yeah, you know, on my routine. So I don't want to be bound to Monday, I have to do this. Tuesday, I have to do this. Because if Tuesday is a creation day, yet I don't feel creative on a Tuesday, then what am I left to do, right? So it's just allowing myself to, I would actually say I somewhat structure my business to work with my cycle. 
Yeah. Menstrual you know cycle. It's so weird that that you say that because mm. I was literally thinking as you were speaking, I'm like it's just a very feminine approach to business because I'm the same. It's like, mm. how do I feel? Yeah. Cool. This is how I'm going to. I think women running a business with very masculine structure is a cock block for what we actually get to do. Yeah. Because I'm not a man. Yeah. Right. And it's not speaking more in energies here. Like we're actually speaking to like the, the biology of a man and the biology of a woman. But typically speaking, there's going to be weeks in my month where I don't feel great. My energy is low. I'm probably not feeling very creative. I'm probably feeling like I've got a bit of a headache and I'm off and different things like that. And I've always had um, a cycle and I'm lucky with this. That's been clockwork. Like my cycle is clockwork every single month. And I'm able to really tap in and know how I'm feeling, what serves me, what doesn't serve me that, that time in the month. And I just honor that. Yeah. You know, so I would say the masculine that exists within my business is knowing that on Mondays we have a team meeting. So Molly and I will always sit down. We do the strategy, the masculine thing. We're planning out what's happening, emails, logistics, templates, communication, all the different things will always happen on a Monday. So somewhat CEO day, I'm very much in my business, like backend planning, things like that. Um, and then Tuesdays are a day where I would typically do a call for a course or something like that. If I have a, a program or a course happening in real time, if not, I'm in my business, I'm creating, I'm podcasting, I'm doing different things like that. Come Wednesday, I'm always doing typically private client calls on that day. So that's my private client call day, or I have expansion mastermind come next round as well. And then Thursdays are officially my day out of Oxa. So that's the day now where I'm not at all in my business coaching or mentoring. It's very much a day for me to be more in my business from a point of overflow like what needs to happen what do I feel like doing I'm very much just like doing my thing on those days but equally if I want to have a photo shoot or if I have you know content that I need to create or if I need to record podcast episodes Thursdays are a day that's that's perfect for that and then come Friday I would say Fridays are arguably my favorite day of the week because Saturday is the next day and as much as I really don't play into like what day of the week it is. I don't really care what day of the week it is. It's just a cool day because I'm like, I can go and do whatever I need to do today. And it somewhat feels like overflow. Mm. You know, I'm not planning things on a Friday. I'm not trying to execute things on a Friday. I'm like, I just get to do what I need to do today. And I'm plugging into Vox or I'm, you know, you know, mentoring and coaching with clients and things like that. And I would say that that's my week. So no set plan. I'm just not a I'm not a set girl like that. I don't thrive under that type of structure but I can totally see where it serves people. And I think in business, more importantly, masculine and feminine energies need to exist. And I think structure always needs to be in place to allow the feminine and creativity to thrive and vice versa. So when everything's masculine um, led, you can meet, you know, a lot of resistance in business, but equally when you're always leading with feminine, you can lack a lot of structure and ability to even scale and, and move the needle in a, a f- in an efficient way rather in yeah. business as well. So just playing between the two and I would say that it always evolves as well, right? There's never really a week that looks the same as, as the next, which is fun. Like yeah. that's, that's fun. So you I like change that. it. I wouldn't change it. What a vibe. Question two. <laughs> <clears throat> do you have any clients that are earning slash making more money than you? If yes, how do you navigate this? If no, how would you navigate it if it happened? I love this question. Yeah. I think it's just such a cool question. So right now I'm just having a thing. I don't believe that anyone is earning more than me. I would actually, I wouldn't fully know, but I would say that no, no one's earning more than me currently. 
Do I have very successful clients? Yes, I do. And are yeah. they doing incredible cash months? Yes, they are. So they're incredibly successful in their own right. And for me, I don't actually see it as something that I need to navigate or move through because there's never hierarchy existent in mentorship. And it's very much the energy of you're moving alongside each other. And there's no um, kind of power at play there. You're in this together. So it's not necessarily, again, it's looking at the part where it's like, where are we projecting that the only reason you would be in mentorship is because someone's making more money than you. You know, it's really not the only factor that people consider when they're investing in you. Is it it a factor? Absolutely. I would say it's a factor because you're not going to invest in someone that potentially started a business two weeks ago as a business coach Mm. versus someone who's been in it for five years, right? So it's going to be different levels in that. What I believe is every single human has a skill set. And I trust that the reason someone's invested in me is because they want to learn what I know, they also want to be mentored by me specifically based on what I believe in, what I value, who I am as a human. So the money is a factor, but it's not the reason someone's there and with me. So it'll never be something that I need to kind of process or move through knowing that it's one one piece of a very big pie. And that's just the way that I see that. Yeah, totally. Has that always been true for you? I feel like it's funny because even as I'm speaking, there would absolutely have been a time where I guess I would have felt that and it would have come back to my own perception, but I probably would have thought, oh my God, money has to be the factor that's considered to somewhat hierarchy and be the reason that someone would invest in you. But I've learned too much. I know too much to know that's just not true. And I think moving through that and working through that is actually broadening my own perception and really looking at the part where potentially I was projecting that money was the only factor that could contribute to someone investing because what I believe to be true now is it's like 5%. Yeah, absolutely. It's 5%. Yeah. you. Mm. I mean, yeah. You can have a really, really high earning coach be a shit person. Yeah. <laughs> you well, know that's I mean? exactly it. And it comes down to connection too. Yeah. Right. Like you might know a coach that's earning, um, you know, incredible money and build an amazing business, but it may not be someone that you fully connect with, nor, you know, share the same values or even like the way that they lead their life or their business. So, You're not going to want to learn from them. Right. Like that outweighs the money that they earn. So again, I think it just is one factor in coaching. And I love the question. I think it's such a cool question because for business coaches specifically, it's really the only, you know, type of, of coach or industry that's going to have that conversation. It's obviously something that we lead with to an extent in our marketing because it is also an indication of what we've built. Yeah. Right. Like money is the result. So it's like the same way a fitness coach or an online coach would share their clients, um, you know, before and afters in, in terms of a 12 week program or challenge, our income and our clients results is our before and after. It's the tangible. <laughs> it's the tangible, right? Yeah. And people are investing in you because they're seeing what you're doing and they're like, hey, I want to be able to do that. But again, we share so much beyond just the the money side of things that I think it's a much bigger conversation than just what you're earning when someone is investing in you as a human literally yeah Yeah, well said and I think that's my story on that one that feels like a great story (laughs) I love it so guys that is today's episode I hope you enjoyed it was a big old episode on a very big topic and like I said in the Facebook group we will put up a little bit of a thread and we can open up a conversation around this because it's a big topic and it's something that 
yeah, will just change the way that you lead your life and your business and different things. So if you're not already, jump in the Facebook group. It will be linked in the show notes. Also jump on Instagram and follow. There will be a heap of content over there as well. But most importantly, jump in that Facebook group because I want you to be a part of this conversation. And if you have any questions for the listener cues, jump in the thread, pop them in there and we will answer in our weekly episodes. Bye guys.